0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first 3 orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Brian Jones sitting in for GO Randy Cross, my main man from over on the the television <laughs> side. PJ, what's happening, RC? How much, man?
2: How much? Doing Not well. much?
1: Crazy uh Kind of a crazy,
3: boring Monday sports-wise, huh? It, it,
1: it was. Uh, the Monday night football game got a little interesting near the end. threatened. Yeah, it got threatened <laughs> better. Uh, look little, little threat from Denver after all the turnovers yeah. and drop passes and, and, and penalties that uh, they amassed in that ball game. No way you're going to win, especially on the road, playing a good team like Kansas Yeah, City, they still didn't cover. Still didn't cover. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So a lot of breaking news during that game. It was just amazing all the things that uh, were, were occurring simultaneously as the Monday night football game was going on, which Kansas City Chiefs won, by the way, if you haven't uh, heard. Uh, you, you got the Ezekiel Elliott story, this back and forth between courts, and, and, and now the injunction has been lifted, and we'll see if he and his representatives will appeal and and. and, and if, if they do, we can stay on the football field for the foreseeable future. If not, start serving his six-game suspension. But even bigger than that, quarterback news. That's always bigger than anything, When you, especially when you're talking the NFL. but yep. Jimmy Garoppolo being traded to a team, an organization that you played for and, and won three Super Bowl rings, the San Francisco 49ers. I know you were just out there recently. Uh, celebrating a former teammate uh, who's not doing so well right now, Dwight right. Clark, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, a huge trade in, in which uh, Kyle Shanahan, the new head coach, John Lynch, the uh, new GM there, uh, are making moves now. The future is right now as, as they go out and trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. And uh, this is huge because uh, we've been talking for last few years about the Patriots and what they were going to do with Jimmy Garoppolo because it seems like Tom Brady can play forever uh some have said uh forty one forty two whatever he is. he's right at forty, I believe, but he said he could play at least another five years right and and, and maybe he That's can didn't didn't we all <laughs> exactly <laughs> until we couldn't of course, but here's a guy who's always maintained a a, a great work ethic and e- even more so, taking care of his body off the field uh with this just insane uh diet if you we want to call it that but uh he he, he still looks like he did you know when he was massing that first Super Bowl and now he has five rings to speak of but uh, a huge trade and and now how quickly can Jimmy Garoppolo get caught up with this Kyle Shanahan system I would think it would take a while especially not having training camp uh to sift through his playbook
3: it'll take a little while you know Jimmy's Jimmy's a sharp guy obviously um it's it's more I think going into that system twofold. You know, one is the teams are going to play. So how how do you adjust to those new teams? Uh, and number two, body armor because <laughs> you're going to need body armor, brother. That, those guys that is not a very good offensive line. They are they are bad. And and it just
1: took a huge hit with Joe Staley yeah. being out. Uh, was the
3: orbital bone. broke his orbital.
1: Well, and Fletcher he, Cox had a little to do with and, it, yeah, a little
3: bit, <laughs> yeah. and he was supposedly on the trade block. That he was like the one of the chips they had that somebody might want. So, um, no, 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 Staley on that line—that's going to be bad for him. I it, what a great deal for the Patriots. The Patriots get for all intents and pr- for it's a first-round pick. It's that yeah. it's that pick in the draft, and we're we're always doing draft shows in the off season. Mm-hmm. It's that pick everybody wants. They don't don't want to have to pay first-round prices, but you get basically the first pick of the second round, which is the 33rd pick, because the Niners are going to be, they might win one, yeah, maybe two games this year. So New England trades their backup quarterback, and in exchange they get a first-round pick and a backup quarterback. They get Brian Hoyer.
1: Yeah, a he, guy who they they know from uh, yeah. his previous stint there, and because if you think in. that's
3: unrelated, yeah, you got some learning to do. because yeah. that was part of the deal. You, and and you, he's a player. You cut him, we'll sign him. Right, we don't have a backup. He can be Tom's backup, and,
1: and, and he has regressed. Uh, Brian Hoyer has, especially this year. I guess he started his first six ball games yeah. and has his worst passer rating in the last five or six years and he's been a perennial backup. Yeah, he's had stints where he's he's been the, the starter, but it hasn't folded uh well for him as a starter. So now he goes back to a system which he knows like the back of his hand, a system which he grew up in uh, as far as his NFL uh, yeah. uh tenure and and they know him, he knows them, so he'll he'll yeah. be able to fit right into And that a pretty machine. good group of players around him.
3: Yeah, night fit, day. So that, so he that fit what they do, which is right. what people always forget about the Patriots. They go, oh, they're not that good. Well, you don't
1: have to be good when everybody has a role and everybody does does what they do really well. Yeah, exactly, and, and and it's the opposite for Jimmy Garoppolo. You go from Ooh. the Super Bowl winning football team, uh, which has studs pretty much everywhere. I know there's some uh, some questions about this defense still, even though they've won their last four ball games, sitting there at 6-2 heading into a bye week, or the New England Patriots, but Garoppolo, now you're going to an office, as you just mentioned, challenged on the offensive line. Trent Brown, the other tackle, I believe he, he sat out last week. He mm-hmm. had a concussion, but they, they like what he brings to the table. He's How's been the guy that goes- big getting a concussion? Yeah. <laughs> he fall down. I, I hear you, man. <laughs> dude, uh, two dude, guys who've had a few of them. Yeah, that yeah. dude's gigantic. He, he, he is a big man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd hate I hate mean, to have to feed him. It's it's a, it's an okay
3: offense from a from a toys perspective. Their their running backs and receivers are serviceable. They're okay. Mm-hmm. Um, like we said, the, the, the offense the offensive line's pretty bad. They have no. There's no there, there. That used to be a term that famous authors said about Oakland across the Bay, that there's no there, there. Right now in, in, the, in Santa Clara where that stadium is, there's no
1: there. There's, there's no reason. Yeah, we, we thought the, the Patriots were, were going to be in peril. They lose Julian Edelman, a key target in that offense. Of course, you still have Gronk and, and Chris Hogan, who came over a year ago. Uh, he, he's been fabulous. since He's put on that number 15 for the Patriots. And, and you, you go out and you get Brandon Cooks. And so you know they they have a plethora of options to go to now you look at San Francisco uh, my man Marquise uh Goodwin them Horns uh you got Pierre uh Pierre uh mm-hmm. uh he's been injured he left the game the other day versus the Eagles with a, a neck injury uh, so you, you're not really – Garçon's what like 40 now? Yeah he, he's getting up there in, in 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 dog years right and and then the the young player George Kittle uh and I would think though even though Garoppolo's going over there this week CJ Beathard would still be the number one option until they Early. can get yeah until yeah. they can get uh, Jimmy Garoppolo I a mean, little and, acclimated. And more,
3: more importantly, for the Niners, you know, John Lynch has shown he's got a pretty good handle on what he wants to do. Yeah. What he's got is pretty limited, but he's also at his disposal, and that's all a matter of what the owners want to do with it. By the start of this, by this off season, they could have about a hundred million dollars in cap space. Right. million. You can do a little bit of shopping with that. So they can be a force in free agency if they want to pay, if they want to spend that kind of money.
1: That is Randy Cross. I am Brian Jones. As you know, we're coming to you live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. They're they're sitting on a boatload of cash, man. And and so you you go out, and I would think the first option, especially now that you have your quarterback of the future, your first priority will be let's make sure we protect him. So we got to go – and we talk about this all the time. You, you, And, and yeah. I know you, you believe this because you played on that offensive line in myriad positions, all pro at different positions on the offensive line. That's where you have to start building. So if you're San Francisco, especially you got an offensive-minded head coach now in Kyle Shanahan, yep. I'm going to protect this investment. And, and I think they, they pay him about half a million dollars for the rest of this year, and, and then they can franchise him if they choose, so, uh, choose to do so. But I'm going to – I'm going to build up this offensive line. I'm not going to be like the Indianapolis Colts that have their, drafted their future in and Andrew Luck, and now we see what he's dealing with the shoulder and, and the pain he keeps you experiencing. You,
3: you can't. You mean if you can't protect your quarterback, it's not best to draft a receiver yeah. <laughs> in the yeah. first round. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, that's a problem, uh, and, and one that you've now shipped to New England.
3: <laughs> yeah. for another quarterback. Yeah, no, I, I would anticipate, and and the Niners. That's how they got good, you know, a a period of time, what, probably about six, seven years ago. Um, And that's when Mike Nolan was there and Scotty McLuhan, and they drafted Staley, and they Mm -hmm. drafted Mikey Potty, and they drafted, I mean, they had a pretty badass (laughs) offensive line, uh, got them to the Super Bowl, and for various reasons, much, not completely unlike Seattle in some cases. They kind of decided that that wasn't where they wanted to spend all their money. And their offensive line suddenly just kind of
1: dissolved, and, so and, they'll have to put that back together. Right. And speaking of Seattle, Dwayne Brown, who just reported to to the to the facilities there in, in Houston, their best offensive lineman, who had been holding out, he reports, and you have all this drama with Bob McNair, the yeah. chairman and founder of uh, of that organization. Now he's been traded to Seattle, and Seattle, even though they've been winning ball games, Russell Wilson's been running for his life. They have no rushing game to speak of, so they get a huge lift at the tackle position, which they've needed, because they've been going with this alternative route. We're going to take athletes, guys that play D-line, guys that played basketball, and try to turn them into Offensive tackles and guards, and and that hasn't been working out so well for them. Now they get Dwayne Brown. I think that's a that that trade for Seattle. While it's not a quarterback, I think it's just as significant because he's going to be penciled in right now, oh, yeah. and, and whereas Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to get get up to speed with this new system. He's going to have well. To learn. I
3: mean, Dwayne Brown's going to have to protect the franchise. Yep, which everyone's done a pretty crappy job of protecting over the last year or two by their actions. Um, You know, as far as the front office. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's fantastic for Russell. It'll be even better for the running backs. Um And Dwayne Brown can be happy. You know, he's, he's going to probably get a deal. He's got another year after this on his contract. So, you know, Schneider uh, up there in Seattle has said, hey, look, I'm going to we're going to get his deal done. May not be immediately. You think about that. They've got some problems when it comes to cap space.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. Seattle definitely does. Because all the guys, they've had the
3: lock That's up. why they lost their offensive line to start with. Right. You know, because they, they couldn't have Unger. They couldn't have all these guys. So they had to spend the money on the defensive side.
1: I think that was the hugest. Uh, that, that may have been a, a seminal moment for that offensive line when they lost uh, Max Unger. Yeah, uh, he went down to, uh, New, went Orleans. to New Orleans. New Orleans, yeah. yeah. So Jimmy Graham goes up to Seattle. Unger goes down to, to New Orleans. There was a or- Jimmy Graham sighting this weekend too. Yeah, yeah,
3: he had a couple yeah, touchdowns yeah. just about the time people were getting ready to forget about.
1: Yeah, him. the big man has been balling. Uh, that was a hell, heck of a game. Uh, it may have been the best game uh, Sunday. I mean, the back and forth going on there, and, and, and you know, Deshaun anything can,
3: anything can happen because it's young in a career. But I had to laugh watching that game for all the stuff. Around the draft and stuff, people were talking about Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And you're going, nah, dude, this guy's going to be really (laughs) good. No, you don't understand. When you you look at the velocity and the spin rate, and you are going, "God, get your head out of your butt." Yeah, and, and the, that's you know, got the, nothing to do with football. The
1: other knock was was interceptions. Uh, they they ticked up. I think he had two more last year than yeah. he did in, in his, yeah. his, his uh, the previous he season. He had six
3: instead of four. Right. Yeah, that's a, that's a concern. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he he looked like, and we all know. You know you can play well early in your career, but if, you know after the first couple of years, the league kind of figures you out. Yeah, um, and we'll see how he adjusts to to the rest of the league. But he's he's looking good, and there's some really really fine young young players.
1: Yep, and and, and you're talking about a, a rookie quarterback who's going to make his rookie mistakes, but oh, yeah. he more than makes up for those mistakes. With that the game, that touchdown. back and that back and forth, yeah, that was Woo. outstanding. That Football. was like Ohio State, Penn State. Yes, it was. Yeah. Mm. That that definitely was, and, and Richard Sherman has now said that that's the best quarterback they've faced all year, and here's a guy who's seen a ton of quarterbacks, and and he said that's the best one we've faced all year, Deshaun Watson, and, and, and so I, I'm sure he's probably not too happy that Dwayne Brown, who he hadn't had a ton of time to play with, is now moving on, but the fact that he's so athletic and get out of harm's way, through a touchdown the cool. other day in that game yeah. where he had guys draped yeah. how's all over that, his How's leg. that
3: worked out for Russell?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm
3: sure Deshaun's going,
1: well, dude, wait a minute. <laughs>
3: you traded my
1: tackle? <laughs> he just got here. Just <laughs> learning his name, man. Come on. Uh, and, and so uh, Deshaun Watson is doing this thing. Of course, Russell Wilson running for his life, but still uh, posting some big numbers. So with this trade, the Seahawks uh, get Dwayne Brown, of course, the uh, all-pro uh, left tackle. And in exchange, they send cornerback Jeremy Lane to Houston along with a 2018 fifth-round pick and a 2019 second-round Pick, so we'll see what Houston can do with those picks down the, uh, down the line. I would think now their priority, uh, losing or, or sending Dwayne Brown up north to Seattle, they have to address their offensive line because they want to protect their franchise quarterback. You would think.
3: You would think. But, you know, NFL organizations think kind of differently because they've seen this done. And that's one of the reasons Seattle did what they did. They think that you can grow organically offensive linemen and some you can you can sign free agents and you can draft them lower in the draft mm-hmm. and you can teach them and you can bring them along um but those those blocks you don't bring those along those are the guys you draft and hold for 10 years yeah. and those come along
1: russell Okung
3: is one. they maybe had maybe one in a draft yeah
1: and, and, and they're going to be lucky. because So now there's two teams looking for the same guy. There you go. Exactly. And sometimes they, you have an athletic quarterback like a Russell Wilson, like a Deshaun Watson, that can lower you to sleep, give you some false security. You think, well, this guy can get out of harm's way, but for how long? How long? Because you're going to get called in this league. Oh, yeah. I don't care how athletic you are at that position. They're going to catch up to you at some they will, point. They
3: will figure yeah, ask Cam. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Ask Cap ask a bunch of guys right. that start really well and the best guy the best adjustment to the league I've seen is Cam Newton and but he came in throwing touchdowns being in the pocket so he didn't have that big time transition yeah,
1: they had a, a, a dynamite offensive line back then. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they were pretty stacked at that point. Uh, Randy Cross sitting in for G.O. This is G.O. and Jones. Give us a call, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. We're talking NFL trades. We're going to have a couple guests uh, to come on and discuss uh, college football, pro football, Charles Davis, NFL and Fox uh, NFL on Fox analyst Corey Chavis, college football analyst for CBS Sports Network. We know Corey pretty well, know yeah. Charles pretty well. Also, we can talk some uh, Tennessee football with Charles. That's his Ooh, alma. Mater. I'm sure he yeah. can't <laughs> wait to do that. I'm getting blown up by these former Tennessee players. I know a few of them. Play with a few at the next level. Sure. They are killing me. I don't want to hear about your Tennessee problems. Really? Don't worry about that other UT. It's a case of mistaken identity. Yeah. You got me confused with somebody that cares. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to get my Longhorns <laughs> up past five hundred. So all that and a lot, lot more coming up on G.O. and Jones.
2: This is Kevin from Youngstown, and every day I start my morning with listening to Geo and Jones in the morning.
1: Is this an ode to Randy Cross because he lives in Atlanta? My heart is in Atlanta. That's a new uh, one.
3: I believe she's saying Havana.
1: Oh, she, she said Havana. <laughs> and East Atlanta. And East Atlanta. I thought I heard Atlanta oh, okay. in there too, man. Okay, okay. Get give give ATL some love. Randy Cross sitting in for G.O. <laughs> on G.O. and Jones. Havana, Atlanta, done Atlanta. I need to do Havana now. I go back in time. Friends have gone. You there won't confuse
3: a, the two. No, very you often. will not.
1: No, 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 no. You you definitely won. Uh, my buddies have been over there a couple of times. Like, yeah, it's like going back in time. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> the fifties. <50s>. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Time stopped for them. Uh Randy Cross once again sitting in for Gio and Jones. My man, Andrew. Here to give us an update. Andrew, you feeling better today? Because you were a little worn out yesterday, though. Is that true? You Just a little bit. I was, too, though.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. For different reasons. You were so, all less than better, man?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We gave ourselves more room to improve yesterday. Mm-hmm.
1: That's what it was. I think we so did okay. So hopefully, hopefully we'll... we'll uh, take it to another level today fingers crossed Uh,
0: so Monday Night Football was Jamal Charles's return to Kansas City it did not go well for the former Chiefs running back second down six Charles again goes the right side again the Chiefs now ball comes off the ball's ripped up picked up by Peters at the 20 at the 10 five touchdown Kansas City oops uh, Mitch Holtis on Chiefs radio first of five takeaways from the KCD two fumbles three picks Harrison Butker kicked five field goals and Alex Smith threw a touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey all for a 29-19 decision over the Broncos Andy Reid's team had lost two straight. Sometimes it's hard to get right back on that that winning thing, and so um, I was I was proud of the guys. You know that winning thing. That uh, KC win stays even with New England and Pittsburgh atop the AFC at six and two. Denver is now three and four. Those Patriots dealing Jimmy Garoppolo to the Forty Nine ers yesterday for a second round pick, which they're apparently trying to turn into D line help. Bill Belichick also needs a backup QB because Tom Brady is the only quarterback currently on his roster. San Francisco expected to waive Brian Hoyer, who was once a Patriot. The Texans dealing left tackle Dwayne Brown to Seattle for corner Jeremy Lane and a pair of picks. Bears linebacker Jarrell Freeman gets a 10-game PED suspension. Ezekiel Elliott once again given a six-game domestic violence suspension. A U.S. District Court judge of Manhattan yesterday denied Elliott's request for an injunction his legal team does have 24 hours to consider an appeal. The Dodgers and Astros are back in LA for Game 6 of the World Series. 5:20 local time first pitch at Chavez Ravine. Justin Ferlander, Rich Hill on the mound with Houston one win away from its first title away from the postseason. The Phillies hire Gabe Kapler, the Nats named Dave Martinez their new manager. Kapler spent the last 3 seasons running the Dodgers minor league system. Martinez has been Joe Madden's bench coach in Tampa Bay and now Chicago. And he played 431 games. As an expo, how about those Philadelphia 76 James Harden leading over the right-hand dribble. Now a personal left hand. into the lane.
1: TJ's right there. They knock it away, and they force Harden into a turnover. Indeed, picked it up. Here comes Simmons on a dash. Simmons in the lane. Simmons with a jam. Take that, P.J.
0: Tucker. <laughs> Tom McGinnis.
1: <laughs> whoa, whoa, man. Don't do that to my longhorn. <laughs> Sixers
0: Radio. Hook him. Philly hadn't won in Houston since February of 2011. 115-107, the final last night with Simmons scoring a career-high 24, plus seven rebounds and nine kid assists. kid balling.
1: Sat out all last year, of course, and, and now
0: he's come in with a bang. I mean, he, he, he may be legit. Maybe. The Warriors ran over the Clippers in L.A., 141-113. The Raptors down the Blazers, 99-85. The Jazz handled the Mavs, 104-89. Boston, 108. San Antonio, 94. And the T-Wolves got by the Heat, 125-122 in ot in miami tiger woods I tried to activate my glutes as best i could and this time they stayed activated <laughs> ah! tiger will return to competitive golf at the end of november at the hero world challenge an event that he hosts tiger had his fourth back surgery in the spring Gentlemen. ouch tiger woods is back See, i'm gonna
1: win that bet finally with geo we had a bet that tiger wouldn't play or win another tournament Another tournament? Or he wouldn't. He would not win another tournament, I believe. Oh, Was okay. it might he be a tournament? Just a tournament. Yeah, yeah. he just wouldn't okay. win a tournament. Well, he might. Forty-one. Hadn't yeah. played in about nine, eight months. So yeah. or eight or nine months, excuse me. And uh, <laughs> got a lot of competitive juice backed up.
3: He hasn't done it for a while. <laughs> Activates him glutes. So he'll but fix you, that you, pretty quick. You, you
1: play a little golf. Your, your, your yeah. glutes shut off when you when you're playing.
3: Um. Yeah, I'm kind of old. Those glutes shut off anyway. <laughs>
1: My <laughs> shut off too, man. That's spinal stenosis. You stand too long or, and then everything goes numb. It is no fun. So uh, that's going to be. I don't a, know about that one. Well, I, I do, unfortunately. I, and the first time I experienced it, I was walking around here in New York City about three, four years ago. And all of a sudden, my whole scrotum went numb. It's like, what the hell? And it, as you might imagine, it scared God, of, I hate when that happens. Yeah. I'm like, What is going on? And. We got checked out. My chiropractor—that'll get you checked. You went yeah. to a chiropractor. I went have my man do some X-rays on me and oh, MRI, okay. and yeah, you, you got a little spinal stenosis going on. So um chiropractor has yeah. been helping out. Yoga. I definitely wish helps. I wish
3: my Dodgers had that good
1: excuse. Yeah, we're gonna get to your Dodgers. It's gonna man. go seven. You think it's gonna go seven? Yeah. Well, well, we'll see. We're gonna to get to your Dodgers because they—they—they okay. uh, they, they, that bullpen—they've uh, been getting to it, and I think they—they they are worn out. Look, good thing for them they had a, a day off and and uh, a couple of days off, and they can uh, hopefully get some rest in in that yeah. bullpen. But first, I want to talk about Monday night's football game. I want to talk about the Broncos because this team is struggling here all of a sudden and in that first half. Uh, the, the biggest question was, okay, Trevor Simeon, is he the future? Is he the right now? Heck with the future. Can can we still believe in him? Because that first half was woeful. Now, not all of all of the issues were on him. October
3: he, is not betty betty good to them.
1: No, no. September, uh, pretty good. Yeah, October, you, no. <laughs> you had guys dropping touchdown passes, fouled right there in the end zone. You had Trevor Simeon making just boneheaded mistakes. Uh, he, he went back to that in, in, in the, that last picky through going back across his body, uh, yeah, going back inside. to the middle of the field. Yeah, yeah, always a good idea. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, he he was off. Marcus Peters. What a way to start a game. You get a fumble. Uh, another Longhorn. Jamal Charles, longtime chief gets the ball ripped from his arms by Peters who scoops it up and scores, and then he gets a pick, uh, that ball that uh, Simeon threw ex- right to him. I mean, he didn't even really have to jump. If he, as if he was the receiver. So, uh, you, you got Van Joseph, come, Joseph who comes out and said, this is my guy. I got, we're going to stick with him. I haven't gotten anything from Paxton Lynch. You saw a lot of Paxton Lynch some of his games when he was yeah. in, at Memphis. Uh, what do you see? Uh, what, what's your analysis of this offense for the Broncos?
3: Well, I I think as the morning dawned after that Monday night performance, um, Simeon's going to find out really, really fast that no matter who it is in that building, they're with him, win or tie. (laughs) (laughs) That's usually how it is, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, And, and he's the absolute starting quarterback today. And just don't worry about tomorrow, don't worry about next week, or just... He's got to earn it. It just, he's, he's not that special. I, I, People get anointed too right. quick around here. And, and I think the beginning of the year, he looked really good that first month. Yep. But man, the last
1: couple of weeks, they've just, they've even looked bad on defense. Yeah. And their defense has been really good. Well, if you can't run the ball, which people have been snuffing out, if you can't do that, you're going to put the onus on the quarterback, and, yeah. and he's not one right now that could necessarily carry an offense. Now, Brock Osweiler knows that offense. He was happy to go back to Denver after, of course, leaving there to sign for big money at Houston, then being traded to Cleveland and released from there and, and going back to the Broncos. Do you insert him into the, the fold now? Uh, I think that will be the implied threat. <laughs> But I, I don't believe you
3: want to jump in. The, the last thing you want to do is get into a real back and forth quarterback deal, because that puts you in a position where you really—that means you don't have one, and that means right. you got to go out and again, Denver has to try to find the next guy.
1: Yeah, you know, they're, they're back in the fold. There's so. no
3: more forty-year-old retiring guys in Indianapolis, or you know, they've never really figured out that position for an extended period of time and I, I I'll give Jake Plummer some due. He he played yeah. pretty well for a mm-hmm. for a good period. But, you know, it's the problem with being a quarterback at a place who's as good as John Elway was. You just don't, people act like those grow
1: on trees and now our next guy will be just like that. You you get Peyton Manning and and he brings a ton of excitement. Now his last year there, you won the Super Bowl, but that was more about that defense than it was about Peyton Manning, who was dealing with, with uh, injuries. And, and, and so he was not 100% Peyton Manning. Yeah. Well, it's a different team. It's a different, Mm -hmm. it's built differently. It's, it's a defensive football team. And and they're going to have to carry the water for this this team. I, I think for the foreseeable future, they they've lost you know a, a number of games here here lately. And and after getting off to a good start, beating the Chargers, young Ho. Uh, young Way, excuse me, the kicker for the Chargers. He, he he had a lot to do with that. And then they knocked off the Cowboys, and, and we're thinking, okay, Denver's back. Uh, yeah. they, they they've solidified uh, the quarterback position with Simeon. He can uh, really uh, be the leader of this offense, along with that running game, C.J. Anderson and and and, and Booker. Uh, but uh, now uh, with the offense struggling, the defense has not been able, not been able to hold up. So uh, they, they've got a lot of soul searching to do uh, there. In 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 Denver, but the Chiefs look good. Another team that's bouncing back yeah. from some from uh, some, some losses, and and they they look pretty good. Alex yeah. Smith is just really a- Arrowhead
3: is still a really bad place to play, yeah. and and for all the preseason hype about Patrick Mahomes and the young man may someday be really good. He's probably the luckiest backup quarterback in the NFL right now because he can be really good. And learn a whole lot, and he doesn't have to. He can stay great. He can yeah. be that guy. Everybody <laughs> thinks he's great. He's on the bench. Hey, Alex Smith is all he does is win. All he does is throw touchdowns and and make big plays. That's all he's ever really done. He's been on some bad teams, but you know, I, if you want to, how, how fast were people to say throw him over? Right at the beginning yeah. during the preseason right. this year. Now you're just know, like, you stink, you stink. You know, how do I smell I from here?
1: Yeah, I, I, I thought he had really taken his game up a, a notch, a few notches when he went over to, to, the, to the Kansas City Chiefs. And, and yeah. he was actually playing well there with San Francisco. And then, yeah. of course, J- Jim Harbaugh, the coach at the time, he opted for Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. But uh, what Alex Smith has done here the last couple of years with Kansas City and Andy Reid has been phenomenal. Uh, this guy looks the part. You, you saw him last night moving up in the pocket, evading pressure, running – Third, and I think it was 10, and and he's picking up the first down with his wheels. He's still a very athletic quarterback. Did he miss on a couple of throws? Yeah. Well, you forget
3: forget when he played for Urban Meyer at Utah, that was an option. That was an option offense. He was running the ball like crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's the same offense that uh, Tim Tebow, Tebow yeah. ran there at, at Florida. And what mm-hmm. you're seeing, J, uh, JT Barrett uh, run now at, at, at yeah. Ohio State. So he's
3: another guy we don't bring up enough when we talk about quarterbacks that have kind of made that option transition into a real NFL quarterback. True, And he sure looked it last time.
1: And and, and and sometimes we, we get ahead of ourselves and think these guys should come in, especially if you're a number one overall pick. And, and you're a quarterback. you got to come in and you have to perform right now. Well, this league is difficult. It is tough. No matter what position you play, especially a quarterback, yeah. it's it's difficult to ask, transition. As Patrick
3: Mahomes, who's, who's now watching the tape and standing on the sideline, I'm sure when he sees the advanced trigonometry that's getting out there on defense instead of that basic stuff he saw in the preseason, right. he's going, yeah. Uh,
1: okay. <laughs> Go get him. Yeah. Go get him, Alex. I, I'm, I'm 100% <laughs> behind you, Alex. Uh, G.O. and Jones, Randy Cross sitting in for Gio. Our number is 855 cbs eight five five we have got Cliff down in H-Town on the line. Cliff, welcome to CBS good Sports morning, Radio. Fellas.
2: Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing, man? Going great, man. All right. Debra- Wayne Brown was a cap casualty move. Really, just to go on and get him up out of here so we won't have to worry about him. We got a little help on the back end. I don't see us really making a playoff this year, probably eight and eight. And I'm just, you know, I know we got Davenport sitting over there waiting to get in there. He played three snaps yesterday. And from what I saw, he held the white freeening pretty good. But I know you're a rookie. Got to give them time to get ready. Got Clark coming back in a week. Who knows what might happen. So it doesn't seem
1: like you're too happy about Dwayne Brown being shipped up to Seattle.
2: Well, I've been a Texas fan since 2002. I'm, I'm up and down with them. All the way from Don Cables to their car. It's just, I understand what they did. We just got to move on from it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you sound
1: stunned, man. Thanks for the yeah. call. Appreciate yeah. it.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> well, Clint you know, what you, seem you, too you happy. know what he sounds
3: like he sounds like a fan that doesn't like it when when money gets in the way of his football. Right.
1: Well, welcome to 21st century. And you, if you've been there since 2002, you understand money is definitely <laughs> always going to play yeah. a factor. And you meant to say David Carr, and I remember watching David Carr. Uh, back in the day, and, and I was doing a, a post game Houston Texans post game show for Fox Sports Southwest, and it was difficult to watch those games to say. David, the least. David
3: Carr had had one of the worst, and a, and a wonderful guy, and, a, and an offensive mind that very sharp, but for protecting quarterbacks, right. Chris Palmer got had no regard, yeah, and he had the pelts of of Carr and Couch to prove it. I would agree. Those guys were piñatas.
1: Yeah, and, and for all the the vile and derisive things that were hurled at David Carr, the guy had no protection. I had to sit there. It was my job to watch Texans games. Trust me, oh. I didn't want to. But it was my job to watch those games You know, back 2005, 2006, yeah. Yeah. 2004, I think is when I started there, Fox Sports Southwest. And, and, and to – be forced to watch that and see this guy get just pelted, as you just described, week in, week out. And everyone's blaming on him. It wasn't all on him. The guy was shell-shocked. Yeah. I mean, he came yeah. in into the league... With all that fair, it didn't help that his pops got involved and was you know talking out of turn. Yeah, that didn't help him one one iota. One iota but uh, he was not the main problem. The main problem was that there was no protection for that version of the Houston Texans. We'll see how it plays out now with Dwayne Brown, who they've been playing without all, all season until oh, last week. There, it seems like he's been there forever. Yeah, he's been a mainstay and an all pro all pro left tackle uh, for those guys, and a big leader on, on that football team, but now he 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 moves on and, yeah, money gets in the way of these things. Yeah, you get
3: hear it in his voice, though.
1: <laughs> well, it's
3: a dang cap casualty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 Say it loud, Cliff. In 2008, Mikey B's when uh, Dwayne Brown became a Houston Texan. Yeah, he, he's been one of the best players uh, up front and, and, once again, as we were saying earlier, Deshaun Watson, man, guy just got here and uh, I've been hearing all these great things about him and and he's going to protect my backside, and now he's gone just yeah. like that. So uh, I'm going to get to get to running and protect my own backside like I've been doing uh, prior to him uh, stepping back into the facility. So uh, yeah, that money gets in the way of, of a lot of things, but I I would hope uh, that you know Rick Smith, the GM there, and and Bill O'Brien, they would understand that they need. To have protection for their their future. And and they would go out it maybe in the draft or maybe during this offseason free agency get someone yeah. that can make And sure. short
3: short term scheme.
1: Right. Yeah, just yep. to ensure that your quarterback short can stay team, upright.
3: short term a fullback, an H back, a tight end, somebody's always available to help the offensive line out. There you go. One less receiver. <laughs> I know that's not as it's not as modern. I know mm-hmm. it's not as fun. Yeah. But for the health of your quarterback, it's probably
1: a pretty yep. good idea. Uh, we're we probably going to adopt uh, 12 personnel. You know, one back and two tight, tight ends or 13 personnel, something Ooh. like that. Uh, let's talk some college football when we come back. I got an expert to my left. We're going to talk rat poison? College Football Hall of Fame are also to boot. All the Super Bowl rings, College Football Hall of Fame, you just have all the accolades, my man. So, yeah, we're going to talk about a little poison, a little rat poison, Nick Saban. <laughs> How about – uh? Telephone ringing in the middle of your press conference, and I wasn't even aware of this 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 the Moana this song, song the Moana song. But uh, I am getting, now. I'm 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 two-year-old I've got oh, a
3: two year old granddaughter. I heard that song. All right, times. Well,
1: Mark Dantonio, Michigan State head coach, heard it yesterday. That and a lot, lot more coming up on Geo and Jones.
0: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play It at play.it.
1: Gion Jones, Brian Jones, Randy Cross sitting in for Geo, moonlighting again. All of you out there tweeting, it's okay. We're still cool. He will be <laughs> back tomorrow, all right? Chill out. We yell and scream at each other every now and then. It's what happens in family, right? That's right. Gotta yell at times, get it all out. But we're cool. He'll be back. Plus Plus he had the vacation days coming. Yeah. When we'll we'll yell at him so Yell at each other some more when he gets back. Trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to help you choose the brakes that are an exact fit for your vehicle. Brands you trust, like Brake Best, Wagner Thermal Quiet, O'Reilly Auto Parts has the brake parts you need at guaranteed low prices. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day and every week. Seems like we get something from Nick Saban. He's the gift that keeps on giving at his press conferences. We, we love it. Uh, but And we also, I believe, think he's right. And, and, and you've been on championship teams at the professional level. I've been on championship teams everywhere except for the professional level. And yeah. you do have to keep that, that noise from outside in its proper place outside. And Nick Saban with all the new guys who are now starting on this football team, especially on the defensive side of the ball, he's trying to ingrain that in his charges. And he was at it again yesterday when discussion of a little college football playoff came up.
2: Coach, the playoff poll will come out on Tuesday. You guys will probably be number one in it. Just how are you feeling about that, the poll and where it, when it comes out and how that
1: may happen? I, I could money. care
4: less about the poll. I mean, what, 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 what significance does a poll have right now? I mean, all we're talking about here is the challenge of our season and where are we going to be in the poll if we don't play well in the next four games. So, I'm focusing on the next four games. I could care less about the poll. You won't see me wasting any time watching TV or watching who's one, who's two, and it really doesn't matter. What really matters is how you play the rest of the season, how you focus the rest of the season, how you stay focused the rest of the season. If our players think anything of it, then that could be a problem and an issue, too. Um, and, you know, these are the things that we try to categorize as poison that you really don't want your players to be focusing on or thinking about. But I appreciate you asking so I could get this off my chest.
1: (laughs) And he does have LSU this week. Yeah. Uh, And I I think an LSU team that will put up more of a fight than a lot of people believe, uh, especially when you look at the line for this game, I think it's 21. Three touchdowns. Yeah, Uh, LSU is playing better football. They they've found their stride now. This is going to be a great barometer uh, going up against Alabama in their backyard, a team you haven't beaten in six years, uh, to see what you're really working with. Defensively, I think they may be able to hang in here a little bit. Offensively, still challenged. But I agree with Nick Saban. May not worry about playoffs. And we talked about this Saturday on the CBS College Football Today set with Georgia. Georgia not worried about the the playoff rankings. They're worried about winning conference, especially when you play in the SEC. You win your conference, you're in the playoffs.
3: They look like the best team in the
1: country. Georgia does.
3: What's that good for after eight weeks? That's good for nothing. Nothing. Right. Nothing. And that's why Nick Saban goes all Chris Rock (laughs) because he's trying to
1: keep his boys off the pole. (laughs) Exactly. Don't ingest that poison they're throwing out there. And you you got a a bunch of new guys who are now hearing their names called. Uh, You're not backups anymore. You're not on the periphery. You are the guys now especially on that defense side of the ball, yeah, that can enter into your, your mindset. You start feeling good about yourself. Next thing you know, you stub your toe. And, and it's not so much – heck, it's not another
3: pole in the middle. It's not it, – the only one that really matters is the last one. Well, the next to last one, I should right. say. sets that, the four. But outside of that, it's all jockeying. It's all movement. It's all – I think it's, generally speaking, kind of – BS that show us your cards, you know, the committee, you know, do you have an ulterior motive who you wrote, who you rooting for? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd say so I know one team that'll probably be in the top four and that'll be the golden domers. Yeah. Off that performance they had last week, last couple weeks, you know, even with that one loss, you know, people, I think would, would assume maybe Ohio state, but nah, it's going to be Notre
1: Dame. So, do you mind uh, disclosing your top four as we sit here? I know we're going to do it later on tonight on television, but yeah. let's do it.
3: Yeah, I've got Bama, UGA, Wisconsin, and the aforementioned <laughs> Notre Dame. Notre Dame. <laughs> I think you got Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, I'm you with can, you. You
3: can make those arguments that it's one of those th- – uh, as of now, one of those right. three and, teams. And,
1: and let's have that argument because I cannot put – Ohio State ahead of Oklahoma. They came into your backyard. Yeah. They beat the brakes off of you in your backyard, and now I'm going to place you ahead of them. And, yeah, I know they lost at home to Iowa State. Well, Iowa State is not your mamas and daddies, Iowa State. This is a damn good football team. They just beat a top four team in TCU uh, 14-7, to a team that was averaging 41 points a game. They held them to seven points. Uh, And and this is a a damn good Iowa State football team, so – I'm similar to you, Bama, Georgia, Wisconsin, and and, and, and it hurts to even to say that, but Wisconsin's defense, legit, offensively, they can't run the rock. I don't think Hornibrook is going to take them anywhere, no, and they have a great gonna, schedule. They won't last long. Right, so I've got Bama, Georgia, Wisconsin, and then I'm going back and forth, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, and then I have Ohio State after that. And, and and Clemson and, and Penn State. So uh, I, I'm, by the end of the day, when it's time for us to get on television, I'm gonna have to figure out who that fourth team is. Yeah. Right now, it, it's it's Oklahoma, and like I said, I'm vacillating Oklahoma, Notre Dame, but I'll I'll, I'll have it straightened out uh, by by the end of the day when we're sitting on on the set. So uh, yeah, this is going to be great fodder for us tonight to discuss and who gets hoes and who should have been in, should not have been in. You know, it's it's great drama, but I think uh, looking back the last three years, two, two of the teams that have been in the initial college football rankings, they don't even make the playoffs. Right. I think that's been the, uh, the trend. Right. And the undefeated teams
3: are the ones that usually suffer the most by the time the whole thing's over.
1: Yeah. So uh, this is fun for us to discuss, just like those preseason polls. That's great, yeah, but what does it really mean? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Uh, and, and it's now, poison, Dan. Yeah, it is poison, and now you're sitting here. Stay off. Stay w- w- off the pole. <laughs> Thank you, Chris Rock. <laughs> Chris Randy. Uh, uh, we'll have a lot to discuss uh, uh, about that. It should be fun, but there's going to be more wild things happening. We have seven ranked on ranked. Uh, games this weekend last weekend was outstanding especially in that 330 window that was so much fun uh to see all those games when you got that format and you saw the games we were picking this week
3: man
1: yeah they're really they're, they're all coin toss <laughs> they are they're all tough man i got my you know what handed to me last week in my picks we'll see how i do i did this okay week. as long as you're asking ah, i'm sure you did i was eight and two. Oh again yeah Back-to-back weeks, right? Yeah. Oh, you you know what you are. You know. <laughs> hey, Randy Cross sitting in for G.O. I'm Brian Jones, of course, and we're coming back with more stuff to talk about. We get it.
0: Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?